Hello. We are so excited that you've decided to join us today via our podcast. There are other ways you can join. You can watch us live on Facebook and YouTube under Miracle Temple Deliverance Ministries or on our website at www.mtdm.org. You can also join us in the sanctuary at 401 North Wright Street in Burgall, North Carolina. The zip code is 28425. If you'd like to give a donation, you can simply go to our website at mtdm.org and click on that donation button. God bless you. In this place, in the name of Jesus, and I thank you, Father God, for strengthening us on tonight, God. You said you give the weary rest. Thank you that our hearts are open and receptive tonight to receive your word. And I thank you that we have all been crucified with Christ. And it's no longer us who live, but Christ who lives in us. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's see what God want to do on tonight. We're going to briefly go over what we went over before, dealing with prayer. And we know, um, we talked about how when we go into prayer, we need to know that um, one way that God speaks to us through prayer is through his word. So we went over uh, scriptures dealing with the word. I'm not going to go back over that tonight. I think y'all went over that last um, week. But I'm going to start again dealing with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is um, also one that will help us um, in prayer. John 14, 16 through 17. St. John 14, 16 through 17. Amplified version. And I would ask the Father, and he will give you another comforter, counselor, helper, intercessor, advocate, strengthener, and standby, that he may remain with you forever. The spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive, welcome, take to its heart, because it does not see him or know and recognize him. But you know and recognize him, for he lives with you constantly and will be in you. So we need our helper, which is the Holy Spirit. We know that Jesus was going to be with the Father. And he said, I'm going to ask the Father to give you another comforter. He was asking um, God to send another comforter, which is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit was going to take Jesus' place um, for us to be on the inside of us. And we know that when the disciples followed Jesus, everything that they needed, the questions that they needed answered, Jesus was there to um, give them the answer. He was there to strengthen them. You know, when they was weak, he was there to comfort them. He was there to um, give them everything that they need. So by Jesus saying he's going to be with the Father, think about it. If you've been with somebody for so long and they're getting ready to leave, how that would make you feel because you you are dependent upon them. You're leaning on them. You're trusting in them. And these disciples at this time, this is why he said, let not your heart be troubled because they were troubled. You know, they were having sorrow because he was going to leave. But he assured them that I would ask the Father and he will give you another comforter, which is the Holy Spirit, that will be in you. So all of us, being that we're born again, we have the Holy Spirit. When you cannot get up with someone else that you have been leaning and depending on, it could be your spouse, could be your father, your mother, your sister, your brother, your friend, whoever it may be, you have the Holy Spirit on the inside of you to help you to get through what you're going through. So we need to get to know the Holy Spirit. The more you get to know the Holy Spirit and you get to know what um, God has sent him to do for you, we will call on him more. And the more that we call on him, the more we're dependent on him. So Jesus said, you will have another comforter, So, which is the Holy Spirit. One thing that the Holy Spirit does, he's called the Spirit of Truth. And that's what I want to talk about a little bit tonight, dealing with the spirit of truth. It's also mentioned in John uh, 16, 13 through 14. Let me read this, dealing with the spirit of truth. But when he, the spirit of truth, the truth-giving spirit comes, he will guide you into all the truth, the whole full truth. For he will not speak his own message on his own authority, but he will tell whatever he hears from the Father. 
He will give the message that has been given to him, and he will announce and declare to you the things that are to come that will happen in the future. He will honor and glorify me because he will take, uh, receive, draw upon what is mine, and will reveal, declare, disclose, transmit it to you. So we see that the Holy Spirit is called the Spirit of Truth. Why is he called the spirit of truth? Because he would only bring forth what is true. He will not bring forth a lie. So this is why we have to depend on the Holy Spirit. So we will know the difference when somebody else is trying to tell us something outside of the word. The Holy Spirit is there to make known, reveal, bring back to your remembrance what the word is saying. When we look at Hebrews 6... Verse 18 is talking about God being true. It says, these two things cannot change. God cannot lie when he makes a promise, and he cannot lie when he makes an oath. These things greatly encourages us who came to God for safety to hold on to the hope we have been given set before us. So what he's saying is, God don't lie. This is what we got to remember. God does not lie. He is about truth. Everything about God is true. It said these two things cannot change. God cannot lie when he makes a promise and he cannot lie when he makes an oath. And these things should greatly encourage us that when God give you his word, he's not going to take back that word. He's not going to lie to you because God is what? Not man. That he should lie. You know, sometimes we listen to man and we believe man, we trust in man, but things happen with man, right? You know, we trust in our spouses, we trust in our mother, our father, our sisters, and our brothers or a friend when they say they can help us with something. So we we get calm because if we have a bill that's due and we couldn't pay that bill and we go to the spouse or we go to a relative or friend or whoever it may be and they say, I got you. So we calm down because we feel like they really got me. But then when it's time for the bill to be paid, sometimes they say, you know what, I'm so sorry. I thought I could help you, but I just don't have it at this time. Is that hurtful or what? But we know when it comes to God, he's not man. God is not going to lie. If God said, I got you, he had you even before you were even thought about. When God say, I'm going to supply, he's already supplied. He's not going to go back on his word. God is about truth. God is man that he shall not, God is not man that he shall lie. Neither the son of man that he shall repent. I looked out the corner of my eye when I, when that scripture was kind of getting twisted. I looked at brother Willie out the corner of my eye. It looked like he held up his head and said, no, that ain't what they say. <laughs> but he is not man that he should lie. Neither the son of man that he shall repent. Have he not said it? Shall he not do it? Have he not spoken it? Shall he not make it good? And see what the enemy wants us to believe is that God is a liar. But the Bible says that he's the one is a liar. There's no truth in him. He was a murderer, what, from the beginning. He's going to lie to us. And what he's going to do is make God look as if he's a liar. But the Holy Spirit will remind us, God will not lie. Have he not said it to you? Shall he not do it? Have he not spoken it? Shall he not make it good? God is not man that he should lie. Neither the son of man that he should change his mind. That's why we need the Holy Spirit. He's there to remind us. He's, he's the spirit of truth. He's not going outside of what God has already said. He have to testify to what God is saying. So we have to spend time with the Holy Spirit. Get to know the Holy Spirit. Get to know the reason why the Holy Spirit was left here for us to abide on the inside of us. Think about in the Bibles, even as I'm talking about it, I'm seeing them walking with Jesus. Everywhere that Jesus went, his disciples followed him. They were learners of Jesus Christ. Anything that popped up that they didn't understand, they turned to Jesus. So we can turn to the Holy Spirit. We can turn to him and say, Holy Spirit, I don't understand that. 
Holy Spirit, this don't make no sense to me. Come on, let's just be honest. You can read the scripture. And sometimes I say, wait a minute, now this don't make no sense. I'm reading out of King James. I done went over here. Something is just not, uh, it's just not hitting me the way it needed. Holy Spirit, enlighten me. Holy Spirit, give me revelation on this scripture because I really don't understand it myself. So that's what the Holy Spirit is there for. He's going to give truth. God's word is true. He said, my word is true. Sanctify them in what? In truth. Set them apart. What? In truth. So we're set apart because of truth. Another scripture is St. John 1, verse 14. We're very familiar with this scripture. And the word was made flesh and dwelled among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten son of the father, full of grace and truth. So we know that the word is full of what? Grace and truth. There's no lie when it comes to the word of God. It's full of nothing but truth. The enemy does not want us to tap into the truth. Y'all, no matter what it looked like, truth will stand. Truth will prevail. The Bible say heaven and earth shall pass away. But he said my word, which is truth, is going to remain. It's going to be here forever. So we have to remember God's word is true. We can't go on what we see or what we hear. We have to say, no, God, that's not what you said. That's not what your word said. God, that's not what you promised me. God, you have to honor your word because this is what you said. So we're reminding God on what he said. Not like God need to be reminded, but that's letting God know they know my truth. They know what belongs to them. So when you stand up, with the truth, which is coming through the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is reminding you of what God has said, then you are decreeing and you're declaring that thing, and you know it's going to be established because not one word of God is going to fall to the ground. God's word is going to go out and accomplish that which he pleased. He's going to make it happen. It's not going to go back to him empty Avoid. So this is why we have to get into the word. We go right back to the word of God. We're talking about prayer. We go into the, um, in prayer, we need the word of God to communicate with God. We need to give him his word because the Bible says in 1 John 5, 14, he said, this is the confidence, this is the assurance, this is the boldness that I have in him. That if I ask anything according to his will, Mainly according to his word. If I ask anything, then guess what? He's going to give me what I have asked him. Why? Because I'm asking according to truth. God is going to give us according to what his word says. He does not give outside of his word. But I don't know about y'all. Through things that pop up in my life, I don't know what pops up in your life. Sometimes the enemy make make you feel like it ain't going to happen. Because everything is just coming at you. You know, one come, here come another. And you, you're trying to say, God, that ain't what you said. And it seems like the more you say, God, that ain't what you said, the, the hotter it gets. Just like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They trusted God's word. They knew God's word was true. They knew they weren't going to bow down to no other God. So they made the fiery furnace, what, seven times as hot. And they went into that fiery furnace believing God because they knew, God, you don't go back on your word. If I'm honoring you, you got to honor me today. You got to manifest yourself according to the word that I spoke. I said, I'm not bowing down. Now, God, I'm trusting you whether I live or whether I die. That's your word. So you got to manifest that word. You not going to be made ashamed of. So I'm going knowing that everything is going to work out for my good. So this is what we supposed to do. We supposed to say, God, I heard it. I see it. But that ain't what you said. And some people say, how do you know what God is saying? Spend time with him. Spend time in his word. The more time you spend with God, you're spending time with his word. Because God is only going to give you back his word. He's only going to comfort you from his word. The word quickens you. The word brings life to you. And that's what the Holy Spirit is going to do. Remember he said that it is the spirit that quickens. It is the spirit that gives life. The flesh profits you nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. So when we go into the word, we should say, God, I'm ready to be quickened. 
I'm ready for life to come unto me through this word. The more you get into the word and the more you speak the word of God, it is God's breath coming upon you. And that life of God is resting right there with you. The enemy does not want that. He wants you to believe a lie instead of believing the truth. Go back to the Garden of Eden and what happened in Eden. God told um, Adam what he did not want them to do. They did it. Did they not? How did they do it? The enemy twisted the word of God. How do you know? That's what God said. Did God really say? Some of y'all right now standing on promises. And the way it looked, it don't look like that's what God said. But do we let go of the promise that God has said because it don't look like that's what God said? No. We say, God, that's what you said. I don't know how this is going to come out, but it's got to come out like you said. So God, I have to stand on what you're saying. There was a woman. I don't know if y'all heard of this woman. This was a testimony. She had a big gorder on her neck. And she would stand up in testimony service and say, I thank God that I'm healed. She done this year after year. Finally, the deacons come together with, with the pastor. You know what them deacons do? So you need to sit her down. Now she still got a gorder on her neck and she's still standing up in here and saying she is the healed of the Lord. You need to sit her down because the gorder is still there. So the pastor told her about herself. The woman went home and she said, God, you told me that I was healed. And I'm decreeing and declaring that I'm healed outside of what I see. Now, God, these people think that you're not God. But God, I'm still standing on what you told me. You told me I am the healed of the Lord outside of what they see naturally. The woman went back up into that place and she told them, I am the healed of the Lord. God has already healed me for what I had. Guess what? The gorda disappeared. Because she trusted God outside of what people saw. But what we do is... What we do is, if I still see it, God ain't done what he said. The Bible said, now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not yet seen. The faith that we have gives us the title and deed for what we're expecting from God. What we're hoping for from God. That's what gives you the title deed in your hand, even though in the natural, it don't look like it's going to happen. So the more we say, I got the title deed, God, this is what you told me. So I'm holding on to what's rightfully mine and I receive it tonight by faith. So whatever you've been asking God for, God is opening up the door tonight and say, receive it by faith. Acknowledge that God has already done it outside of what you see, outside of what you heard. Just say, God, I thank you that it's already mine. He opened the door for you tonight. I guess you don't want it. If I told you to thank God for the million dollars that was up here, you run up here and get it and you'd be shouting. But see, this is what God is doing. He's moving right now amongst you. There's not a need in this place that God hasn't already supplied, y'all. God has already done it. But what he's telling you tonight is he's reminding you. Come on, the Holy Spirit is reminding you. He's using me to remind you of what God has already done. And what you're supposed to do is grab hold to what God has already done. We're supposed to say, thank you, God, for what you already done. I don't have to see it to believe it. Only thing I know is you said it, so it is so. I'm not trying to get something to be so. I'm saying what is so because you are God. And before it was even said, it was already so. See, that's what we got to understand. Before you even got the money in your hand, God had already made a way for you. But you got to speak forth those things that be not as though they were. In the natural, they're one way. But up here in the supernatural, they have already been fixed. And God said, I want you to take what's supernatural and I want you to bring it in the natural so you can have what I already said. The natural is supposed to be super. 
That's how they know that God is on the scene. And I'm not lying. I've seen them walk right in the room. Come on, God is right in the room because his word is being spoken. His word is being spoken. When his word is being spoken, guess what the Holy Spirit is doing? He said, I'm just letting loose the power of God for it to manifest itself in this place. So whatever is going on in your body, by Jesus Christ, you are already healed. Not going to be, but you're the healed of the Lord. Everything that they saw, they shall not see it no more in Jesus name. It bows down right now in the name of Jesus. I command it to leave and don't return because you don't belong here in Jesus name. The blood of Jesus is against you in Jesus name. I bind pain in the body in the name of Jesus. I command it to go in Jesus name. This a healing is mine. I am the healed of the Lord. Come on, you speak forth. God, we thank you and we praise you for what your word is already done. We're not looking for it to be done. We're saying it's already done and we're speaking forth what's already done in Jesus' name. God, we thank you that everything that's attacking our bodies that's not of you, it has to go in Jesus' name. It can't stay in Jesus' name. It has to bow down in the name of Jesus. Because at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess that he is Lord. God, we give you glory right now in the name of Jesus. We praise you on tonight in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. You paid the price. The price has been paid. Hallelujah, God, we thank you that we don't live up under a curse. The curse has been broken by the blood of Jesus. So we thank you, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God, we give you glory. We give you honor. We give you praise. Hallelujah. 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 Glory be to God. We thank you, God. Hallelujah. Glory God. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. God, we give you glory. Hallelujah. God, we give you honor. We give you praise. Hallelujah. Glory to your name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to your name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Glory, God. Hallelujah. There's a song ringing in my spirit. Help me out, Kathy. You you go back all the way back. Look what the Lord has done. That's it. <laughs> it goes, look what the Lord has done. He has healed my body. I can't remember all of it. I remember that healed body in there. So the body is being healed. <laughs> look what the Lord has done. Now, Gina, remember that part. There you go. We give God glory. Count your many blessings. Look what the Lord has done. Come on, y'all. That go way back. That go. See them old saints? They would say, look what the Lord has done. Thank you, Jesus. You got it, Kathy. Go ahead. Has done. See what the Lord has done. See what the Lord 
count your many blessings. See what the Lord has done. See what the Lord has done. See what the Lord has done. You wanna count your many blessings. You wanna count your many blessings. You wanna count your many blessings and see what the Lord has done. Glory. I'm going to tell y'all something. The old saints, when they come together in Bible study, when they come together before the Lord, somebody would break out in song because the Lord was moving. He was doing stuff. The Holy Spirit was speaking. And the Holy Spirit speaks through song, through songs and hymns and spiritual songs. He's speaking. So I had to bring it out. Didn't know all of it, but the only part I needed to know was, look what the Lord has done. So guess what? It's done. Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. To God be the glory. So we go back into the word. Acts 4.16. Now this is when a miracle had taken place. And the people saw that the miracle has taken place. And this is what they said. Because see, they didn't want those people to be in agreement with truth. They said, what shall we do with these men? See, they wanted to get rid of them. Everyone who lives in Jerusalem knows that they have done a great miracle, a sign, and we cannot say it is not true. So see, when the word of God come forth in truth, when the Holy Spirit reveals the word of God to you, that's truth. And when it come forth and it manifests itself, people can't deny it because they saw it for themselves. That's what the word does. People cannot deny truth when it's sitting right in front of them. They can't say one thing. So this is why we need our helper, the Holy Spirit, to bring forth truth. Because when we speak forth truth, guess what? It's going to cut them off. Because God's word is true. 1 Corinthians 2.10. It says, but God has shown, revealed to us these things through the spirit. The spirit searches our out, examine, scrutinize all things, even the deep secrets, deep things, the depths of God. So the Holy Spirit is going to go deep, y'all. The Holy Spirit is going to let you know what ain't right. So no matter where you go, if you're in a place and things are not like they supposed to be, the Holy Spirit is going to prompt you. The Holy Spirit is going to let you know that is not true. That is not what the word of God says. See, some people try to twist the word. They try to add to it. They try to take away from it to do what they want to do with the word. So this is why we have to be in the word and we have to know when truth is speaking. If truth is not speaking, it is a spirit of error. So we got to look out for that spirit of error because it will be amongst you. And if you're not in your word, it will sound good. Sometimes it make you feel good. But you find out it ain't truth. Go with me to Acts 5, verse 3 through 4. Acts 5, verse 3 through verse 4. Y'all know what was happening here, right? When Ananias and Sapphira. Peter said, in verse 3, Peter said, Ananias, why did you let Satan rule your thoughts? Fill your heart to lie to the Holy Ghost and to keep. Skim off of yourself part of the money, the proceeds you received from the land. Before you sold the land, it belonged to you. And even after you sold it, you should have used the money, proceeds, any way you wanted. Sold it, you could have used the money, proceeds, any way you wanted it. Why do you think of doing this? You lied to God, not to us. See, the Holy Spirit will let you know a lie. He will let you know what's not true. Some people will stand in front of you and they will say something thinking that what they're saying is going to appease you. It's going to make you believe them. But the Holy Spirit will come out and say, no, that's not the truth. That's a lie. 
God gives you the Holy Spirit to help you determine a true truth from a lie. Just like Peter, the same thing that was happening in Peter day is happening now. How do I know? We done talked about this. Barbara sitting back there. Barbara walk into church with something that just don't look right on her. Teresa and Renee is whispering about Barbara. Barbara they ain't doing this. They're whispering about Barbara. So they saying to each other, now, not Barbara no better. They ain't like Barbara. Why she come here like that? So Barbara go to Renee and say, hey, girl, how you like what I got on? Girl, you wearing that. Ain't nobody can wear that like you can. See, she trying to twist it. She ain't trying to say it look bad. She's saying, girl, you wearing that. Ain't nobody can wear that like you can. So she's telling Teresa, and I didn't lie. But you didn't tell her the whole truth. How many of us is guilty of that? All of us has been guilty. One time or another. But through the help of the Holy Spirit, I'm going to tell you the truth. Devil make him wear it, but you go home and take it off. That's just who I am. I ain't going to lie. I ain't going to tell you, go home, take it off, don't you wear that again. That's for Sister Deborah, that ain't for you. But some people be like, yeah, girl, you can wear that. Just do it like this. right. Don't do nothing. Get out of it. Why can't we be truthful with the truth in us? I'm a sila on that one, and somebody tell me why. People get so offended. Anybody else? You don't want people to get upset with you, but you want them looking stupid. Anybody else? Huh? They want you to like them. Anybody else? You don't want to hurt their feelings. Anybody else? Don't want them mad at you. Anybody else? How many of us have the Holy Spirit and he is truth? If he is truth, you're supposed to be telling the truth. Oh, I'm going to get to a scripture on this one. Because all of us is guilty in some type of way. Because some of us, I remember this. How many of y'all have some people just calling you all the time for money? Act like you the bank. Anybody in here? Act like you the bank. Just because they see you with something nice on or, or see you riding in something nice, they look at you as Bank of America. But they don't know what's going on in your house. They don't know you walk by faith and not by sight, right? So they keep calling you and calling you and calling you, right? Then you don't want to tell them the truth. But I learned how to tell people the truth when they keep asking for money. Wisdom is saying, I can't give it to you. Instead of saying, I don't have it, you're lying. The Holy Spirit don't... Hello? Hello? What did he do? Well, I don't have it, apostle. Yes, you do, but you don't want to give it to them. So you just saying you don't. This is why, thank you, Holy Ghost. This is why you don't get no more because you're still lying. Yes, I do have. But wisdom is telling me I can't give it to you. Is that truth? Why would you tell them you don't have? You speaking a curse on yourself. For you not to have it and you know you got it. And some of y'all speak in tongues when people... Can't even get your words out. Because you know you get ready to tell a story. Mm-hmm. Holy Spirit speaking, ain't it? John 8.32 Then you will know the truth. Why do we get so silent on that one? Then you will know the truth, and the truth will make, set you free. The enemy don't want you to tell the truth. He don't want you to know the truth. You got to know the truth to tell the truth. Because he knows it's going to do what? And we have the Holy Spirit to give us what? And if he's given us truth, what are we supposed to do with the truth? Tell it. Why don't we tell it? 
Because we rather have friends and offend the Holy Spirit and quench the Holy Spirit. Grieve the Holy Spirit. We want to keep friends and let him be grieved. True that? Come on, y'all. I'm going to use the skit here with Brother Willie. Come here, Brother Willie. Come on, Brother Willie. Come on now. Manny, I want to use you too. Terry, I want to use you too. This is a skit I want y'all to do. Yeah, we need another mic of the, I'm sorry. Go. Gloria, I need some music, Gloria. I need some kind of upbeat music, please. Just a little bit. What's been going on? You all right? Yeah, I'm good. Okay. To God be the glory. Amen. I'm good all the time, man. And all the time, he's good. That's right. Praise the Lord. Bless his holy name. Bless his sweet name. <laughs> you know, don't you? I know. That's real good. Okay. Got Ready? Go ahead and see Ain't it? Well, I'm telling you, I'm feeling you, man. I like that. I just put these wheels on today, man. Wow, man. Them 22s? Yeah, man. Wow. Yeah, they spinning too, man. Boy, you hey, you playing them. Yeah, you they playing them, bro. I like that. What do like you think, that? Terry? Ain't that a nice ride? Sure is. Huh? Sure is. But look, now he's supposed to be saved. I know. Riding around in a car like that. What in the world? This brother got going on. I thought he knew God. I thought he did too, but apparently he don't know. In your preacher? Yes, he is. Riding around in a car like that. Look at them wheels. Mm -hmm, I see him. He paid some money for them. What God do he know? That's what I want to know. But yo, bro. Yo, uh -huh. but uh, anyhow, though, uh, where you getting them rims from? Man, I tell you, y'all want a set, don't you? I'm telling you, man. I'll get you a set if you want them, now. What do you think, bro, Terry? You got them from where? He ain't told us yet. But where you get them from? That's what we want to know. Where you get them from? Man, y'all can't afford these. Oh, look at that. Yeah, y'all can't afford these. See, I, I, wonder, a, I wonder where you get that money from. That's how them pastors do. They pass judgment on you. Tell them that's what we can't, we can't afford. You see that? I wonder where you get that money from. Pull out from. your credit card and give me a credit card. Pay for them. How they making me look, though? They're making you look good, yeah. yeah. They're making you look good, no doubt, yeah. yeah. I'm telling you, man, I like that. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's what I want to hear. <laughs> you see that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Bragging about it. Yeah. Bragging about it. Mm -hmm. Every time you see him, bragging. Every, yeah, every time you, you see him. Every time. Mm -hmm. New outfit on. Them 22s, man? Yeah, man. I'm, I'm a, since they look so good, man, I'm riding out on the town tonight, man. I know I'm going to get a lot of compliments. Wow. You know, 
Because I know you guys. I trust y'all. Y'all, y'all tell me the truth if they look good or not, you know. Because if they ain't look good, I'll take them back, man. What are you saying? They do look good now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I ain't going to lie. They look good on them. I clearly look good, man. Yeah, I'm going to go on and keep them then. I, I got to pay five years on them, so I just want wow. to make sure they look good. What in the world? I don't know. You got how many years? Five years, man. Yeah. So right. I want to make sure I made the right choice, you know. I know that's yeah. right. That's all you got. Huh? He do, but ain't the God we knew. Oh, okay, okay. I, I, yeah. I'm with you, man. I'm with you. I'm yeah. with you. I'm with you. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm gonna see. I'm see. You gonna drive to church on Sunday? You ready? You gonna drive to church Sunday? I don't know. Huh? He might drive know. something. Else. I believe he got something else on the side. I'd be looking too. I'm be looking we, too. We're gonna keep eye on him. Yeah, yeah. I'm be looking too. Okay, y'all. <laughs> do you see? How we can get ourselves in the stuff that we don't have to get ourselves in. When, do you see how Manny came back and said, y'all, y'all really like them? I got five years on them, man. What y'all think? And they still was doing what? Not telling the truth. Is that right? Have we all been there? Is that the way we supposed to be? No, it's not. No, it's not. And they still was talking about this man's car, and, and they wouldn't, you know. So this is what we're saying. When you have the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is going to let you know truth, and you're going to tell your brother and sister truth, and you're not going to let your brother and sister go out like that. That's the love of God. God is about love, and you're supposed to be able to tell them the truth. I remember, I'm getting on my husband. He asked me one years ago about a pair of shoes. Should he wear them to church? And I said, no, I wouldn't wear them. You always want me to wear the same shoe. I want to wear a different shoe. I said, okay, well, wear it. But I wouldn't wear them. I wouldn't wear them if I was you. So my husband, he came to church with those shoes. But he had him a backup plan. Now, he had the plan at home, but he, he didn't want to listen. So he saw somebody in the church, and he asked them about them shoes. They say, he say, you like my shoes? What they tell you? Run and run quickly. <laughs> I told him truth in the beginning. Well, he didn't have to run and run quickly. But he say... You know, when it comes to these wives, when we're trying to help them husbands sometime, I'm going to get Willie too. Willie know what I'm going to get him for. Because I love Brother Willie, don't love Brother Willie. <laughs> so then I had Brother Willie years ago. Y'all, this is a long time ago. And his wife already told him before he left home. Is that true, Sister Nee? Willie come up in here bawling. Had some socks way up here to his knees, and I thought something was wrong with his legs. I thought he was trying to help himself out. Therapeutic socks. That's what I thought they were. I said, Willie, don't come in here with that no more. <laughs> Willie was bawling. He said, Pastor, this is the style. I said, not for you. But we got it like that. Me and Brother Willie, we, hey, if I love Brother Willie, if I love you, I'm going to tell you the truth. Don't come up in here like that no more. I love you too much for you to go down like that. We're supposed to be able to tell each other, speak truth in. That's what we're supposed to do. And we have our helper, the Holy Spirit, to help us to speak the truth. Sometimes we don't want to hurt people's feelings, but we have to ask the Holy Spirit, how do I put them down in a way of love? Because if I don't tell them and they're trusting me, someone else is going to hurt them and they're going to come back to me and tell me they were hurt. And did I know that they went out like that? And I said, yes, I did. Am I going to lose a friend? Is somebody going to be upset with me because I didn't tell them the truth? Okay. First John 2, verse 20, we're familiar with this scripture. But you have an unction from the Holy One and you know all things. That's the Holy Spirit. We have an anointing from Him and we know all things. Why? Because He's going to reveal those things to us. And it's going to come to us in truth. 
Okay, here go another one. Men, women, if your spouse come to you and ask you, are you cheating on me? The Holy Spirit in you ain't going to lie. The Holy Spirit in you is going to tell the truth. Nothing but the truth. If we're big enough to cheat, we should be big enough to tell. Evidently, somebody need to hear that one. 1 John 4, 6. We are of God. He that knoweth God, hear us. Listen at this. We are of God. We're born again. He that knoweth God, hear us. So if I'm speaking to you and you know God what I'm speaking, you should hear what I'm saying. Because you have the spirit. He that is not of God, heareth not us. Listen at this. Hereby we know the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. You can take that two ways, actually. You can have a person that's not born again. They ain't going to hear what you got to say. Not unless his heart is open to do it. But you can have a Christian that you giving them truth and the enemy is twisting the word so much. There's a spirit of error there and they think you're not telling them the truth. I have that to happen a lot. Because they don't want to hear the truth. So when the truth is coming forward to free them, the enemy is making them feel as if it's a lie. Isn't that something? Let me read that one again. First John 4, 6. We are of God. He that knoweth God, hear us. He that is not of God, heareth not us. Hereby know we the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. So if somebody is bringing forth truth to you, and you are refusing that truth, that's a spirit of error in operation. Because the enemy does not want you free. Because if we're full of offense, if we're full of pride, if we're full of resentment, if things are blocking us from hearing the truth, then it's just like a lie is right in the midst of us, but it's truth. So we want to make sure that our hearts are open to hear the Holy Spirit. So when we go to prayer, we won't allow a spirit of error to come in when we're communicating with God. Because the enemy is a trickster. The enemy is a liar. He has no truth in him. God is only going to bring forth his word through the Holy Spirit, which is the spirit of truth. And he's going to bear witness of truth. He's going to bring the truth back to you, remind you of truth. He's going to make it known unto you because God is true. And let every man be a what? A liar. So I hope what I have went over so far helps even in, in our prayer life. Because I want to make sure that I'm hearing truth when I go to the Father. I want to make sure that it's nothing in between us that's keeping me from receiving truth. So let's be open and honest with each other because we do have the Holy Spirit. When somebody asks you for something, don't lie. If you don't want to give it, just, you know, say, Lord, how do I say I don't want to give it? But don't lie and say you don't have it. Don't lie and say you forgot because you didn't. We can do that sometimes, but the Holy Spirit will remind us, you know, what's going on. And I want to say this. Little teeny things will, will uh, happen and the Holy Spirit will check you. The Holy Spirit checked me on something. Monica and Toria look about alike when you look at them from a distance or when, they, when they're together. So Sunday when Monica, the, the Holy Spirit had Monica and she was down, I remember seeing Monica go down. It was Monica. But when I saw Toya, I said, Toya, I thought that was you. Wait a minute, hold it. Mm-mm. Holy Spirit checked me. You ain't think that was her. You saw Monica go down. See how we can get our stuff twisted, but the Holy Spirit reminded me, you saw Monica. Sometimes we have people believing something, just holding conversation, but that's not what was actually done. So the Holy Spirit even checks you with little stuff, y'all. He even help us to know how to answer folks so we won't lie. He will. He'll let you know how to answer your children so you won't lie to them. When my children ask me things, 
Can we do this, mama? Can we do that? You know what I say? We will see. I never said we'll do it. Because things could come up where we won't do it. Or if I voice something real quickly, just voicing it, you know, not thinking about it, not praying on it, and say we're going to do it, then when the time comes, I don't want to do it. Well, you said. So they'll throw that up in your face, what you said. Well, I just said something. But why did I just say something? That's why we have to watch what we say. Sometimes our intentions are good, and I got to get a thea. I have to pick on a thea because I pick on her all the time about this. Praise God, I believe Athea got better. And I'm not calling people out to make people look bad. Athea say, I'm on the way. Be, right? Be there in a little bit. Okay, Athea. Be there 15 minutes. How long we wait for Athea? She's still home when she said it. But you got better, didn't you, Athea? Athea got better. Because you sit here and waiting and waiting and waiting. I said, well, I'm sure that uh, Athea should have been here by now. (laughs) But we all get better in things that we do. And the reason why I brought that out, because some of us do the same thing. This is why we can't tell the difference. Our heart can't tell the difference between a lie and the truth. Because we tell people something that we're not doing. So we don't, your heart don't know the difference. It's like a windshield wiper. One minute you're telling somebody, be there in five minutes. And know you're lying. Just tell them, I haven't left home yet. I'll be there when I get there. If you don't want to wait, it's okay. But I have not left home. We have all done that. Or, come on, I'm ready to go. I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm about through. And no, you ain't about through. You ain't even gotten in the shower yet. So that person is getting upset because you're telling them half truth. We have to know how to tell the whole truth, as they say, the whole truth, nothing but. And then they got you swearing on the Bible. What, what good is that going to do a sinner? Put your hand on this Bible, tell the truth, nothing but truth, the whole truth, so help you God. Why would you do some foolishness like that? And knowing you were lying before you come up in here. Now they got the Bible in front of them and it's supposed to change the whole thing. They need to change that system. Anywho. So we see how we have to get to know truth. As we get to know truth, we will tell truth. Amen? Do anybody have an example so far what we went over dealing with the spirit of truth that could help someone? Come on. Go ahead. As Willie say, tell it. When she was talking about the shoe situation, she did tell me at home nothing to wear. So I told her that I was putting me in the car for backup. So when I I had confidence they looked okay, so when I came in that morning, this has been years ago, I left my keys in the office. You don't walk, have to give a name. I ain't give no name. I walked through the church, went up the front there that morning, and met somebody outside. And I asked them how the shoes look. They said, run and run quickly. When she said that, I was scared to walk back through the church. I didn't want nobody to see me with them on. But my kids in the office, right? That's how embarrassed I felt, you know. But I did learn from that. But another incident about how my wife said you should tell somebody something. You know how um, those um, fleece-tight sweatsuits you can wear and they cling to you? Well, I wore one of the one night and had a shirt like this, fleece shirt, and it was long, right? So just like tonight, I was up here doing something to Mike and doing service, whatever, and Brother John's sitting over there, wife's sitting over there. I didn't know what was going on after the Bible study. They told me when I was up here walking around in front of the camera that my fleece all up in my butt, even my, <laughs> even my shirt. And she looking at Brother John, he looking at her, when uh-uh, nobody tell me this. Happened. They ain't had happened. happened. John saw it. <laughs> I couldn't get to you. So I, John sat there, I said, I was over there like this. Tell him, John, because I couldn't get to him. And John done done this. <laughs> That's what happened. I the Bible says she said. She says I said to myself, I wish you could sit behind down, walk right here like that in this camera. <laughs> but I didn't know. Nobody told me. To after the fact. I bet he won't wear them again. Anybody else have some examples? Come on, Najina. Come on, this is helping somebody. We supposed to be helpers of one another. 
yesterday, <clears throat> I didn't have any money. So I went in my, uh, I have this thing that I count my coins on the dresser and it said $82. I said, I'm going to go get this money. So I went um, all the way to Burger to the bank and forgot my card. And, and you know, if you ain't got your card, you can't swipe it and it go into your account. At least that's what I thought. So I left because I didn't ask any questions. I just thought I was doomed. So now the next morning, I'm running kind of late, but I had to be to work at 10. So my husband said, I'll just stop at the pig. Y'all got one up in there. And I said, I ain't stopping to no pig. I don't want to peep in my business. I said, I said, and today is payday, and, I know if the, and they know if I go early this morning, they're going to know she broke. They ain't, they ain't going to say it out loud, but they're going to know she broke. But here go what pride did to me. I ain't going in there. I don't want them to know my business. So here I go again to the bank. I got, oh, I got a few moments. I'm running to the bank. Got to the bank, digging all in my pocketbook everywhere. Didn't have my card again. And I saw the card on the dresser and thought I put it in my pocketbook. I really did. So here I go, putting everything back in and turn around and started walking fast. And the lady said, Miss Nigeria, is something wrong? I was like, yeah. You saw me yesterday. I said, but I done done the same thing again. She said, well, come over here. We're going to see if we got something to help you. And so when she said that, the whole jar just went. <laughs> the money everywhere. And I said, see there? If you went to the pig, <laughs> you wouldn't be in this thing because it really made me, you know, late for work. <laughs> Trying to pick up money with fingernails <laughs> don't work. It don't work. So pride. He definitely was um, letting me know the Holy Spirit was convicting me all along. Pride. Pride. Mm -hmm. You should have went to the pig. You should have went to the pig. So I, I understood it. I Come on, Tiffany. It. Yeah. So this is me. Whenever I go places or see you and it's something in your nose or something in your teeth and I like to tell people, like, I need to be mindful of how I do it, because I'm like, girl, something in your teeth, come here. I don't need to be all loud about it. <laughs> but that's me, because I just want to get it out, don't I? My daughter say I'm embarrassing. But I just prefer to go ahead and tell you. It bothers me if I want to sit there and talk to you and look at it. So we went, had a vending event a few weeks ago, and this girl had already been there walking around talking to everybody. So when she finally came to our booth, I was like, Come here, something in your nose. And she was like, oh, my goodness. She was so grateful because she said, girl, I've been walking around here for the longest talking to people, and she had some stuff in her nose, so she was really grateful for that. I was like, see, that's what I'm talking about. I don't like that. You know, I'm like, that is just so wrong because people just sit there and stare, and I'm sure when you walk away, they're going to talk about you. So just go ahead and tell them. Like I said, I need to be more, more mindful of how I do it because I'm just all loud and... <laughs> Sorry. So, so, but I mean, just go ahead and tell them. So, I appreciate this sermon, and I need to use it in other areas of my life. But that's one where, hey, I just got to tell you. So, forgive me if I say it loud or if I embarrass you. But we gonna get it clean and get it done. Do unto others as yeah, you will have I'm, others. Yes, because I want to know. I think the problem is if somebody got a booger in their nose, you don't want to tell them. If they got food on side their face, it's easy to say you got food on your face, but you don't want to say it's a booger. <laughs> Anyone else before we dismiss? Okay, everybody good. Come on, Thea. You, they got to hear you over the... Um, Right? <laughs> well, it's, well, well, tonight, Apostle gave that last scripture, 1 John 4, 6. And I was writing the previous scripture because we go back and we check it. And I missed it. And I'm back there trying to, pss, pss, dip, dip, dip. she back there and paid me no mind, right? And I was like, Holy Spirit, I need for her to say that one more time. And you kept on going and going and going. And you say, I'm going to read it again. 1 John 4, 6. Thank you. He loves you. Yes. He loves you. Yes. 
See, he knows. He knows. And I was like, God, thank you, because I really missed it. Deborah wasn't paying me any mind, which she shouldn't be. And I said, God, thank you for letting her go back and say that for me. Thank you. To God be the glory. Come on up here, uh, Pookie. I wouldn't say it was my first encounter with the Holy Spirit, but um, not long after we joined the church, um, it was after my mom passed, and um, it's this, uh, it was a, it's a girl from the neighborhood, you know, she always speak on, like, how she's been trying to help her mom, things like that, and um, she was at the, um, the store at the New Road right here, and I tried to drive by her, and the Holy Spirit wouldn't let me do it. I kept going. I said, I'm not about to stop. This is crazy. I kept going. I got to, um, I passed, I guess it's, um, what is that, by New Pike Creek Church? What's that area called? Twin Oaks, yeah. I got by Twin Oaks, and I couldn't, when I got to Pike Creek Church, I had to make a U-turn, because he was like, don't go no further, and I turned around and came back. And I just had to tell her to keep pushing, um, you know, fight for her mom, whatever she had to do, you know. And it was just weird that it happened. I'm not going to say it's weird. Then I thought it was weird, but I knew what it was. When it Holy Spirit. Yes. Well, praise God. And while you up here, close us out. Oh, the deacons. Yeah, close us out. The deacons can come up here for the, the offering. But you can close us out if you don't mind. Wasn't that an inspiring message? Thanks for listening to the end. Join us every Tuesday for Bible study and every Sunday for service. We're looking forward to hearing from you as well. Feel free to reach out to us via the website at www.mtdm.org. God bless you and we'll see you next time.